Hi, I'm Alois Mujira and you're listening to the CFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Uh, the Odyssey that is World Sport continues this Tuesday, top hit Tuesday on your favourite sports show. Good evening, Zimbabwe. Welcome to it in the studio. A crackerjack team of pundits, Chris Meadzi, Barry Manandi. My name is Mike Madoda. Hopefully, a bit later on, we should be joined by Alois Bunjida, the former Warriors international and the man behind the desk making everything tick. Is our producer Sean Tafirinika. What's on the menu on the home front? As Zimbabwe women's cricket team continued their rich vein of form ahead of the T20 World Cup qualifiers as they wrapped up a quadrangular warm-up series with their third win on the spin following a three-wicket victory over Thailand and the United Arab Emirates this morning. Being a Tuesday, we have our Formula One report proudly brought to you by Zimoko and Formula One safety car rules will be discussed by teams at the governing body after the final anticlimactic lapse of Sunday's Italian Grand Prix revived memories of last year's controversial Abu Dhabi title decider. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from the US, South Africa as well as Argentina. In the beautiful game being a Tuesday, we'll kick off in France where Marseille coach Igor Tudor is pleased with the continued improvement of his side after Alexis Sanchez scored again as Marseille came from behind to beat Lille 2-1 and stay level on points with leaders Paris Saint-Germain. Match day two beckons in the UEFA Champions League and Bayern Munich coach Julian Nagelsmann will only decide shortly before the game which central defenders will face Barcelona striker Robert Lewandowski as he returns to Munich for their Group C match tonight. And Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has said the Reds know they need to show a reaction when they take on Ajax after they produced what he labelled the worst game in his managerial tenure against Napoli last week. The Home Front Local sports news and analysis. Let's give you local sports news and we're going to be starting off with some Castle Lager Premier Soccer League news. Chicken and Snapped their two-game losing streak by aging Manika Diamonds 1-0 away at Vingere Stadium in the final game of match day 27. Leroy Munashepini scored the only goal of the contest in the 14th minute. The win leaves the Gamecocks in third position on the log with 48 points, which is 10 points behind leaders FC Platinum. Head over to some basketball news following the Bulawayo Basketball Association annual gym meeting held at the weekend. It was resolved that the new league season will commence on the 7th of October. The pre-season tournament, which serves as a tune-up event, will be played next Friday. The BBA Secretary Secretary General Francis Dubé said the association had managed to add to the number of teams that will be part of the league this season. 
finish off with some beach volleyball news. Where Zimbabwe Volleyball Association Secretary General Kenneth Kondo has commended the national team's performance at the just-ended fifth leg of the Zone 6 beach volleyball that was hosted in the country. 22 athletes from Zimbabwe, Botswana and Mozambique converged in Darwindel for the tournament at the weekend. This was the first time Zimbabwe hosted the ongoing zonal series, which is aimed at growing the sport in the region. Zimbabwe secured a silver and a bronze medal. Mozambique secured two gold, while Botswana had one silver and two bronze medals. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Let's talk cricket and the Zimbabwe women's cricket team continued with their rich vein of form ahead of the T20 World Cup qualifiers as they wrapped up a quadrangular warm-up series with their third win on the spin following a three-wicket victory over Thailand in the United Arab Emirates this morning. The quadrangular series with Thailand, the United States of America and the host was part of the Lady Chevron's final preparatory matches ahead of the T20 global qualifying tournament which begins on a Sunday. Let's recap that third quadrangular match versus Thailand. Uh, Thailand uh, 102 for 5 and uh, I'm going to try my best to pronounce uh, <laughs> some, of, some of the names that are coming up here. Nanapat Koncharongkai made 28. Chanida Suturang made 24 and then the pick of the bowlers uh, for the Lady Chevrons was Nomvelo Sibanda 2 for 14. Zimbabwe in reply at a canter somewhat but losing a lot of wickets 106 for 7 in 18.4 overs Sean Myers 48 Chipomu Tiripano 28 Sunuda uh, Chaturongratana mm. uh, picking up 2 for 9 and Onicha Kamchompu uh, t- taking 2 for 24 <laughs> we will uh, well res- done, we will restrict our, our discussion to the Zimbabwean players uh, because none of us are going to be able to, to pronounce any of those names, okay? We are done with Thailand. <laughs> but anyway, let's hear from Sean Myers, who was named player of the match. Fantastic. Uh, it's always nice to score runs for the team. And, you know, after being rested for a bit, it's always nice to get out there and play with everyone. It doesn't matter what the total is. You always want to go according to what's needed. Right. If you try and hit a six off the first ball, more than likely you'll get your stumps knocked over. So what you want to do is play each ball on its merits. You want to try and rotate strike. In the power play, you want to look for boundaries, but you want to hit the ball hard, whatever whatever you do, and play risk-free cricket. So that was my plan, and it's always my plan. Uh, we are just building on strength to strength. Get, uh, we've got used to the conditions, and knowing our strengths in these areas, uh, seeing where all the other teams are, and, you know, executing our plans. So, you know, upward, onwards and upwards. Uh, everybody knows what's at stake. So, everybody knows the hard work that everyone has put in. So, if so, we just want to go out there and take each game as it comes. We don't want to think too far ahead, and you know, just one game at a time because that's what really matters. And now before this uh, particular uh, Quandagula series, Zimbabwe had successful tours to Namibia and South Africa where they beat the host. The tour to South Africa was against South Africa emerging women. In July, the team had a training camp in India where they played various uh, club sides. And uh, Zimbabwe, I think, Chris, if you take a look at uh, the results in this particular series, this uh, quadrangular tournament they've just uh, uh, played in, I think they are reaping the, uh, you know, rewards 
of mm-hmm. preparing well, uh, getting a lot of valuable game time against all manner of opposition. Sean Myers shining in this particular match. Of course, uh, she was a handy with the bat, making that a 48. Uh, but she's not the only one because they've got a number of experienced players in that squad that should stand Zimbabwe in good stead uh, ahead of the qualifying tournament. Yeah, and I think when you take a look at the squad makeup, um, what's especially important for me is that balance that they've managed to achieve between your young up-and-coming players who are performing well, but also your experienced players like Captain uh, Marianne Musonda. Um, she's going to be leading the Lady Chevrons at the ICC Women's T20 World Cup qualifier. And then you've also got your the names that we know for a long time. Josephine Como, Modesta Mpachikwa. Um, they were playing club cricket in England. They've been included in the squad of 15 for that qualifier let, as let, well. Let's talk about that, Chris. Now that you mentioned, I mean, that we've got a couple of players uh, who have been, of course, exposed to a higher level mm. of competition playing club cricket in England. Uh, Myers, another one as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, she was playing out in South Africa and we can see what impact that sort of exposure has. So now we've got players um, across in England, we've got players in South Africa and I think we're going to get more of a spread as Zimbabwe cricket, I think, um, makes more strides in terms of the women's game. We've also got, I think for me, Bright Shoots, um, Kelise Nglovu, she's 16 years old, mm. absolutely amazing and I think some nurturing really needs to be done there. That's a talent that we can't afford to just, you know, let go by the wayside and she plays as and when she can. Um, also, uh, Francisca Chipare, they made their tw- T20 um, international debuts on the tour to Namibia recently. So, when you take a look at that squad makeup, incredible balance, experienced players, players getting exposure but also the green shoots who are playing while getting some much needed exposure so that in four or five years time we're not looking back and thinking, okay, what's supposed to happen with the team now? So, very good blend for me. Alright, let's run through the squad for you. The captain is Mary Ann Mosson Modesta Mpachikwa is in there Kelly Sundlovo Sean Myers Josephine Nkomo Precious Maranga Christabel Chatonzwa Lauren Chuma Lauren Piri Nomvelo Sivanda Estambofana Pelagia Mujaji Audrey Mazishaya Chipo Mugeri Tiripana One of the more experienced campaigners And Francisca Chipare Now Zimbabwe coach Gary Brent Says his side Still has things to work on As they face Scotland On Friday In the final Preparatory match The girls um, Have played well I mean We won You know We won all our games Which is great um, But uh, we've seen glimpses of us at our best, um, but that's it. Um, so we've still got a lot of work to do. Um, we, we, we're certainly going in the right direction. The girls are playing some, some decent cricket, but uh, well, there's certainly uh, uh, areas that we still need to uh, have a look at um, and improve on. And, and, but yeah, we are very, very happy with the, uh, with the results. So the weather is very, very hot, and, and the girls have just taken in their stride. Um, they've, you know, we, we, had, we did chat about it, and, and the girls have been really good about it. Um, and, and they've just come out and, and played played cricket the way they wanted to play, um, and which is very pleasing. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very happy for them. See. Uh, Gary Brent, uh, the coach of the national side and uh, Barry at international level, we know that uh, talent alone isn't enough. It's not about the players, it's also about the brain's trust yep. uh, who prepare the athletes and then uh, more often than not who are also responsible for drawing up the tactics that will be used uh, game by game and sometimes, to be honest, uh, over by over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Gary Brent 
doing a decent job with the Lady Chevrons and uh, it's given a hope to these uh, lady cricketers that they may actually make their way to the World Cup but it's not going to be easy uh, because uh, the qualification path is a very interesting one. It's an interesting one indeed um, and uh, I just laughed because you, you said we're done with Thailand. No, we're not, Michael, because we're in Group B <laughs> in the quali- qualifier with Thailand, Papua New Guinea and the UAE. So uh, that's our group and then obviously uh, in Group A you've got Bangladesh, Ireland, Scotland and the United States of America. Now here's where it gets interesting. The group games will take place from Sunday. After the group stage, the top two teams from each group will clash in the semi-finals. So, what are our chances, Barry, uh, when you take a look at that group, Group B? We have to finish minimum top two. Yeah, 100%. We have to finish top two. Are we in the top two? Uh, we, we've just beaten Ireland. We've, yeah. Uh, so, I fancy our chances uh-huh. that, you know what, uh, everything even, if we play to the best of our ability, and I don't think we actually play to the best of our ability in this game versus Thailand. Sure, 100%. Uh, I, I think if we step it up a couple of gears, I think we can put Thailand to the sword. Yeah. Can we then beat either or uh, to finish uh, in the top two? Well, we've beaten uh, the Papua UAE. And yeah, UAE. Beaten, yeah, and, and uh, so, so we, we, we've got a very good chance of finishing in the top two at a bare minimum. What we would want to do is finish top so that we play the second place team out of Group A, which will probably be the lighter weight team uh, and that will almost guarantee a final berth. And, uh, so the target is to get to the final. Yes. That, that ensures <laughs> target, World Cup yeah. qualification. But, yeah. but look at that group there, Barry. Bangladesh, Mate. Ireland, Mate. Scotland Mate. and the United States. Mate. It's not going to be easy. It's not. Um, so y- y- you then hope for, a, for an upset in one of those games because let's say, uh, you know, you probably think to yourself that uh, Bangladesh, Scotland, those are probably the, 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 the strongest teams in, the, in, in, that, in that group. So if Ireland and USA pull off an upset against any one of those two, then there's a good chance that either one of them could finish second. We still have to do our business and finish first. So a lot of permutations, but take it game by game, like you said, Gary Brent is doing, uh, and then we'll see what happens. But we win our semi-final, we're through to the World Cup. That's the important thing. And then the final, if we win the final, well, that's just a, a bonus, isn't it? But ultimately, we need to get to that final. All right. Uh, we usually talk about uh, the Chevrons. This time we talk about the Lady Chevrons. Uh, and uh, we want to hear from you, your messages of support. Uh, and what do you think about your chances of qualifying for the T20 World Cup? 0731 That's the number. 0731 We're also on Twitter and Facebook where you can follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Coming up, we've got a quick commercial break and then we return with the Zimoko Formula One report. Don't forget we'll be taking you around the world in 60 a bit later on with more international sports news and then the second half of the show, the beautiful game is all about the Champions League which is headlined by Lewandowski's return to Bavaria as Barcelona visit the Allianz Arena to take on Bayern Munich. International Sports News Roundup where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One Report. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. So lately we've been uh, inundating you with uh, fun facts coming out of Zamoko. Today is no different. 
Did you know that Formula One cars do not have airbags, <laughs> unlike conventional cars? <laughs> These race machines have advanced driver safety features like the helmet and neck protection unit. I think you see them remove them at the end of a race. Of their five-point harness seatbelt and the incredibly strong survival cell that surrounds the driver. That's including, of course, the halo that survives, uh, surrounds the driver. And considering the speeds most Formula One cars can achieve, an airbag will simply not be able to deploy in time to provide ample driver protection. Now, for us regular road goers in car safety, it's very important. And the single most important thing that any vehicle user can do is to wear their seatbelt. That means wear it over you, not strap it into the seat behind you. It's not an option, it's It's, a must. It's an absolute must. Seatbelts are designed to keep a vehicle's occupant in place during an accident by reducing the body's movement and anchoring the strongest part of our bodies. So the anchoring actually reduces your body's forward momentum, which allows for the car's other safety equipment, such as airbags, crumple zones, and impact uh, side impact bars to perform their function properly and try to minimize injuries. Road safety starts with you. Seat belts save lives. Whether it's you, whether it's people in the passenger seat, wear your seat belt. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport for more. All right, let's go into Formula One now where the safety car rules will be discussed by teams and the governing body after the final final anticlimactic collapse of Sunday's Italian Grand Prix. Revived memories of last year's controversial Abu Dhabi title decider. World champion Max Verstappen won then and now, but the irony at Monza was that his Red Bull team were the ones sounding off about how the race ended while previously aggrieved Mercedes defended officials. This time Unlike December's race in Abu Dhabi, the FIA followed the rules and the fans still piled in with booing and jeers from Ferrari's home crowd. Formula One pundit Ben Anderson says there is no need for rule changes and fans should accept that some races may end under the safety car. Well, everyone wants to see a racing finish, but I don't really see what all the fuss is about here. The safety car isn't deployed to make the races more exciting. That's a happy accident that you sometimes get from those situations. The point of the safety car is to protect the the field and particularly the marshals uh, while an incident's being sorted out. And sometimes you just run out of time. You can't create a protocol for every situation that works. In this situation, if you try to have a restart with one lap to go, two laps to go, it's a very drawn out procedure. The race is almost over. In the case of Monza, you know, the race was a damp squib anyway Verstappen was running away with it I get that everybody wants to have excitement and uh, a rich experience of spectacle but you can't always have lobster thermidor roast lamb wine on tap sometimes a bit of boring plain bread is just what the constitution needs <laughs> Z. well Barry here, here's a funny thing uh, yeah. here we've just talked about Mercedes yeah. we're the ones defending officials this time We've got Red Bull not happy with how things... It it seems to me that people generally are guided by their own selfish and personal interests, just depending on where they are at that moment in the race. Uh, They want what's best for their team. Yeah, but that's that's humanity, really, isn't it? (laughs) More so than than Formula One. Uh, But I think that uh, as long as the rules are applied, uh, anyone can uh, grumble and and moan and whatnot, but the rules were applied. And in truth, yes, we're going to have to see some races that end under a safety car. Um, I think that Michael but, Massey... But the must brother be... was rubbish, wasn't it? It was. I mean, it was to, to as, as, five, five as a spectacle. As a spectacle, it was terrible. But, but here's the deal, guys. Had we 
taken any sort of initiative like let's say okay red flag the race everybody goes into into the pit lane we clear the the track and then have a standing start red bull would have been up in arms because uh, Verstappen was was over the hills and far away ahead of the rest of the field. So it's it it it's a advantage and disadvantage. He had a far superior car. I don't think you'd yeah. have felt, felt threatened by yeah. anyone following him. Let's because, say because his car was absolutely magnificent. Let's say somebody made a tactical and equipment tweak. Mm. Let's say, for instance, put softs on and and just out. all of a sudden, if, 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 everyone did that. And because everyone came in, uh, which is the next point I want to discuss with you, Chris, that this whole business of safety car on and then people are allowed mm. to come into the pit to change that. It means that, you know what, uh, all of a sudden it negates all the tactical thinking and the strategies that have gone on leading up to that yep. moment. Yeah. And for me, that's not good. I think yeah. you should you should stay on the track the way you were. The yeah, tires exactly. that you had. Also, yeah. pitting not allowed. You under the yeah. same yeah. depths. Yeah. And unfortunately, what happens, especially I think with Formula One rules, especially when it comes to things like this, is that when there's any attempt to change the rules, there's no agreement among the teams. Mm. So some teams will say, absolutely yes, no one should be able to do this under a safety (laughs) car. And other teams will say, uh, no, we want to be able to do this under a safety car. And unfortunately, it just depends on where exactly in the race you were at the time, which is unfortunate for for the race leader, because now everybody else is gaining advantages. Meanwhile, you've done the hard yards to ensure that you're leading the pack. So it's it's incredibly unfortunate um, But I I want to make a confession mm. That I low-key agree With Loki 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 With the way Michael Massey ended that race Thank you Chris You have the seen the ending lights of this race uh, that was, was absolute nonsense It is It was ridiculous <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you like, But I was machine. looking And I was so like What is for, that? For his defense When uh, he said You know what are we, we still need the spectacle Yes Okay that's I'll, I'll M- Massey was the victim guys Of just people Grumbling The Mercedes lobby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes and, and, I was and, and, and agreed, yeah, the Mercedes lobby was very strong. However, guys, as as a, a, a one who prefers that we stick to the rules, I think if we end on the safety car, so be it. it there's less arguments. The arguments well, in the studio there, there's a are message, less than after Abu Dhabi 2022. Messages come 21. through here from uh, David Bondera out uh, in Motare. He says there's nothing wrong with advantages being wiped out because of an incident. That's motor racing. So it, it enriches the spectacle. Yeah, the, the, the exp- the, and the experience as well. However. So, so pretty much like what Massey did. Yes, Massey. It, it enriches the spectacle because, guys, the fans were booing. Everyone on social media was not. Yeah. I think the only thing with Massey, though, was the fact that he initially said one yeah, thing he, and then, and then changed. changed. And then changed. I think yeah. that was more the issue. Yes. But the fact that he wanted a spectacle. As new information becomes available. There are times when, when even in, in yes. football, there's a time when a referee at his own prerogative, like, I ah, know I can't blow this down, it will spoil the game. Like, let's let, let, get, yeah, get on with it. Alois, I want to ask you this though uh in terms of just um what would you have preferred the ending the, the ending i wanted i wanted a spectacle yeah yeah they were supposed to race i, I wanted the race they, they must race, finish they couldn't race, race safely they couldn't race safely ah, so okay. do we go to a standing start uh, guys yes. no no so would this be a problem uh everyone into the pits get the car off the track 
That's then. We, then we, how do we start? How, how, what's the restart? And then we troop what's up. What's the restart? We're we're rolling troop, start. We, we, yeah, we, we troop up because at the end of the day, everyone's going to be bunched up anyway because of the safety car. Mm. Of course. So everyone yes. just gets out of the pit according to the position you were in. You were in, and, and then and get, then, it, get then on with we it. Go. We'd never finish the race. What do you mean we'd never finish we'll, the race? We'll, we'll lapse the two hours. Because every time there's an incident on track. So here we so go. I'm, I'm, are are we heading to that point, though. Chris, where it's it's television that's ultimately dictating some of these things? Because Barry's mm. talking about we're never going to finish the race. It's an important consideration because <laughs> yeah. they've got a certain time span <laughs> yeah. that they've got <laughs> they on live TV. Two hours. Yeah. Um, I think TV's been running the show across sport for yeah. a long time and it's going to continue to do so because there's nothing else that will give you the visibility not even the digital platforms will give you the kind of visibility or the money that the TV guys can. Alright, let's take a look at the latest standings ahead of the next race which is on the 2nd of October that's the Singapore Grand Prix as of course so we go on that Asian swing. Max Verstappen is leading the way 335. It's all but done uh, in that race for the championship unless something dis- Disastrous happens. Charles Leclerc is in second. Uh, Sergio Perez of Red Bull is in third. George Russell is fourth. Carlos Sainz is fifth. And Lewis Hamilton is in sixth. The constructors stand is Red Bull. Uh, they've got a, a, a 141 point lead over Ferrari. They've got 545 in first place. Ferrari four six. Mercedes is third with 371. Alpine is fourth. And McLaren is in fifth place. Stay right where you are. Move to the groove of the nation. Now, road safety, children. We're talking safety here. (laughs) (laughs) Road safety involves several contributing factors, including routine car maintenance, to keep key systems like brakes, tires, and suspension in proper working condition. With safety in mind, Zamoko prides itself in offering vehicles such as the Haval H6 and the newly announced Haval H6 HEV and H6 GT, uh, which have all been awarded a five-star safety rating, rating, uh, the highest rating that can be achieved in any crash category. Now, through its workshop and Service departments. Simoko also ensures that any safety-related concerns are raised during all routine services and provides solutions to make your car safer. In the unfortunate case that your car is involved in an accident, Zimoko has a body repair center which mod- with modern equipment to fix any make and model of the vehicle and return it to its original condition. Zimoko cares about your vehicle and your safety. Visit our website at zimoko.co.zw for more information on services and brands we offer. Or turn Email Zimoko at inquiries at zimoko.co.zw. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in the United States where former Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Sierra, was booed and beaten on his return to Seattle as his Denver Broncos side suffered a 17-16 defeat to close out week one of the new NFL season. Wilson, who spent the first 10 seasons of his NFL career in Seattle, winning them a Super Bowl in the 2013 series season, sought a trade from the Seahawks this offseason and ultimately joined Denver in March. 
Head over to South Africa, where Cricket South Africa has announced men's head coach Mark Boucher will step down from his role at the conclusion of the T20 World Cup in Australia. He took over South Africa's men's side in 2019 and has helped lead the side to some memorable victories, including a 2-1 Test Series win over India earlier this year. Before heading to the World Cup, Boucher's last series will be a white ball tour of India from the 28th of September. Let's finish off with some news from Argentina where the Springboks are preparing for their rugby championship encounter against the hosts this weekend. South Africa assistant coach Dion Davids maintained that their focus remains on the clash despite the latest Elton Yanchi's storm to engulf the national team. Oh. Fly half Yanchi's and team dietitian Zinat Simji were both sent home from Argentina after reports emerged of an alleged affair in Bombela. The incident is said to have taken place in the week of South Africa's clash with New Zealand, which the Springboks won. 26 to 10 a little bit scandalous get in touch with the team and have your say your way operator all right denzel out in mukoba in guero says hi guys and you're the best producer programmers on earth and he goes and say hi to Chris. Oh, hi. Yeah. Another one. Hi. Hey, where's Lil Big? Another one. Where's Lil Big? Yeah, where's Lil Big, Lil big guys? My like, homie. I think we, 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 we just said the number. Chris is saying it's fair. I'm going to say it's fair. I'm going to say it's fair. I'm going to say it's fair. Guys, speak to Mike nicely. No, Mike. Pressures. Pressures. Mike received the equal cash. Segur Joe, the Trafalgar Nota says, I'm happy the stock of the lady chevrons is rising. And it just seems... Chris, that Zimbabwe cricket is on the rise. Yeah, Zimbabwe cricket is putting the right people in the right places and they're ensuring that the talent that they have and also I think because they've started that grassroots program as well, I think we're going to be seeing some very cool things coming out of Zimbabwe cricket and I think that's all we've ever asked for from our sporting associations yeah. is just do things the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Simple. Uh, Farai from Bulawayo has got in touch. Says, Anzita, my pena, guys. Extend the race by three laps if the last lap is under a safety car. What are your thoughts on that one there? That's the I like that suggestion because good. it's yeah. a little more consistent uh, and can be applied uh, um, uh, easily across all scenarios. So I like that that suggestion. I doubt it will be suggested in that uh, big meeting. All <laughs> 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 right, uh, if you want to be like Farai and company, we've been sending the messages 0731168045. What are your predictions as well? The big game out in Europe this evening is Barcelona taking on Bayern Munich in Germany. Liverpool also host Ajax of Amsterdam at Anfield. Can Klopp's Reds bounce back? Send us your predictions 0731-168045. Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. Uh, v- Via Hung from Norton says Visca El Basans Nas Bayern Inoita Mutakura. So very confident. And, uh, I, I, I think uh, I know why though. <laughs> why? There's a journalist, um, I think she's Spanish or something, who said that she'll walk across the pitch naked if Barcelona win the game. Oh, if Vizca so, Barca! Yeah. <laughs> wow. So Vizca people want to watch. Who want to watch the lady more than the game? <laughs> yeah, very, very, very interesting, this one. And uh, now we, 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 we're thinking to ourselves, okay, Barca should definitely win yeah, this one. <laughs> yeah. Vinti Nguero uh, says, uh, good evening, guys. The Lady Shevens are doing so well and quite promising. Love the expression of opposition team names, although can re- can't remember any of them. <laughs> well, listen, you wouldn't want to be doing the commentary on those guys, like we said. Oh.
Uh, and then uh, more messages coming in. Uh, guys, how are you doing? I asked a question last night, uh, but I guess it was too late. Please confirm for me that Tino Kadewere is not the first Zimbo to play in La Liga. Alois, please confirm. Liberty in Glodina Park. Tino Kadewere, first Zimbo to play in La Liga? Yeah. Yeah. There is your confirmation. He is the first but, but Zimbabwean. But not the first Zimbabwean to play in the Spanish league. Not yes, in, Spain. in the Spanish league. In the Spanish league. That was Ritendo Makore. That was a woman. There's yeah, two Spanish league, yes. But uh, in, in La Liga, it's uh, Tinoca de Wey. Yeah, exactly. But he hasn't played anyway. He is not, he's he, now he's, injured. He's, he's now injured. Quite so he might not. so sad. It's, it's really sad. He might not be the first uh, the first one because he's not he, he's not going also, to kick a ball anytime if, soon. If he, if he gets an operation, he may only be back round about January which is uh, guess what uh, transfer window yeah, so. I, I don't understand this this, this message here it's Sorry. from uh, from El Boca in Yazuda you certainly and you certainly raving about the slight progress that has been made by Jose Brito since his arrival at Warsaw just because he once worked at Mourinho but uh, come next season he'll be exposed especially if he fails to improve his nah. current squad because there is no real talent out there but you know what the, 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 when, when you talk about slight uh, I think let's let's just go to the stats. You know, the stats are a wonderful thing because <laughs> I, I think Jose Brito came to Highlanders at a time when they were in 14th yes, position. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so they have improved their position by 10 yes. places. Yeah, they were flirting with relegation. Is that slight? That's no, absolutely not. It's not slight. Absolutely not. not. not, not slight. They are unbeaten in seven matches yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Is that slight? No, I don't think so. Slight. They've broken their away hoodoo. Yes, Marare. The first no, no. time to win on the road yeah. in three years. Yeah. Is no, that slight? No, not slight. No. I don't think so. And when you go to the form table, you know, because uh, the form table is a very interesting thing because uh, I think it always speaks a lot. In the last five matches, there are three teams on top of the form table. Dynamos, FC Platinum and Highlanders. They've all won 11 points. There we go. Yeah. Okay. In that period. Mm. Highlanders actually is the top scoring side in those in that period in the last five and, matches. And, and the only team in the top four that's not on that list is Chicken In. Yeah. So you've got uh, Highlanders being part of the, the the teams in the upper echelon and less so the ones in the in the bottom rung let's, where they were before. Let's, let's go to t- ten matches. Ten matches, FC Platinum, twenty four points. Guess who's in second? Highlanders. Highlanders. 21 points yeah, from points those behind, games. Yeah. Okay? Let's take it to 15 games because we are measuring progress. Yeah. And uh, 15 games, I think, is about the time that Brito has been Brito in charge. Joined, yeah. First place, FC Platinum, 36 points. Guess who's in second? Highlanders. Highlanders on 30 points. So, I think sometimes, you know, Pama has supported team. He doesn't like yeah, Highlanders. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, but I think the whole thing about, oh, because he worked with Jose Mourinho, I think that was valid for all of five yeah. minutes until we actually saw what he could do exactly. with the team. No one, I, th- I don't even think we've mentioned it recently that mm. he's worked we, we, with yeah. Jose Mourinho. And um, above all, Mike, the performance when you watch just watching the team play you want to see the improvement are they playing better than they used to do before just that yeah, and, and I like this message from Gray. Uh, and he says, Anzi, Ndini Gray Mudimbare in Highfield. Anzi, Highlanders, Ndio, Yandino Ochka, Ndini Mudimbare, as that team plays marvelous football. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All right.
tonight being a Tuesday we dive into France vive la France uh, France <laughs> where Marseille coach Igor Tudor is pleased with the continued improvement of his side after Alexis Sanchez scored again as Marseille came from behind to beat Lille 2-1 and stay level on points with leaders Paris Saint-Germain Marseille have 19 points after their first seven games in Ligue 1 and that is the highest tally in their history at this stage of the competition so he's done the job if fans were were waiting to see what he could do after Jorge uh, Sampaoli left uh, Marseille is a very popular figure but I think Igor Tudor has answered in the best way a coach can with results yeah it's actually quite uh, quite refreshing you know I'm a Marseille fan uh, in France by the way all oh, right uh, yeah yes. uh, so you're an I'm old with, football fan yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I think Abed Pele, Abed Pele did the trick for me right you know uh, and your uh, Bolly you mm. know, so I, I have I've supported myself ever since. But uh, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, I think uh, everybody thought that it was gonna go down here, but uh, it's done well, and Marcel are doing well, and they're actually fighting up there at the top, at the top with uh, with uh, with the Paris Saint Germain, and and I'm 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 impressed. Uh, well done. Uh, it's uh, absolutely and uh, uh, just talking about uh, Igor Tudor some of the changes he's made were, weren't received quite well Chris uh, like dropping Dimitri Paye who is a, mm. a very popular player yeah. but he dropped him for a good reason that he wanted to play a particular style and now all the fans understand yeah um, I think when it comes to making some of these decisions especially if you're coming into a team where there are established favourites for the fans you're going to meet some resistance until they start to see exactly what you were trying to do which I think he's managed to do at this point and I think because they're sitting in second I don't think there's going to be a lot more whining uh, and, and I think it's good for uh, French football as well yep. um, that, that is the, the big rivalry isn't it uh, you know Marseille and PSG, PSG. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, out of love I know the Saudi Arabians went in and bought Newcastle that's great you know everyone wants to be in the Premier League but I would really love a big investor uh, to come in and you know Marseille. Marseille. Yes. they already have a phenomenal stadium they start yeah. Valadrom, one of the yeah. best yeah. stadiums mm. in, in Europe they've already got one of the most fanatical fan bases as well uh, in, in, in European football uh, very cosmopolitan the, the area where they are a lot of northern African immigrants a lot yes. of West African immigrants yes. and of course then the French are hardcore themselves so they are a team with passionate support what they don't have right now is the money to match the money. PSG yeah. the money. so yeah. the wh- whilst they're keeping up with PSG at the moment I don't think they'll go the distance I yeah. think ultimately PSG will win the title but what we want to see is a situation where you've got Marseille pushing PSG all the way it stays stays as tight as it can uh, while the race lasts and uh, listen good to see Marseille back where they belong because after that Bernard Tappy affair and everybody thought Marseille could never rise again and looks like they are can I give you some breaking news yes sure Manchester City footballer Benjamin Mendy has been found not Not guilty of one count of rape on the direction of the judge at his trial at Chester Crown Court. Shucks, that's one hurdle. So um, one hurdle. He's yeah, got he's about eight legs. <laughs> 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 is, is, is it the first one <laughs> that he was in fact not guilty? Uh, he, they, I think there's they another one. one count. So yeah. uh, there are a couple more counts. Yeah, that I think he's got about eight counts. Navigate, so uh, so. Uh, Ajiri more. But one is still better <laughs> than one step none. forward. Let's go to the Champions League. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. 
your fixtures tonight. Uh, Liverpool take on Ajax. We'll talk about that just now. Uh, for, in Group B, FC Porto take on Club Brugge, while uh, Bayer Leverkusen entertain Atletico Madrid. In Group C, Bayern Munich versus Barcelona is the headline affair. We'll preview that for you. Already kicked off, Victoria Pilsen uh, is taking on Internazionale. In Group D, Marseille. <laughs> We're talking about them just now. We'll take, you, take on Eintracht Frankfurt. And then Sporting Club of Portugal will, is taking on Tottenham Hotspur. The current score after six minutes in that game is currently nil all right guys let's build up into the games uh, for tonight Bayern Munich coach Julian Nagelsmann will only decide shortly before the game which central defenders will face Barcelona striker Robert Lewandowski as he returns to Munich for their group C match tonight the Poland forward who scored 344 goals for Bayern in 375 games stunning statistics uh, during his eight years at the club uh, joined the Spanish side in July in a deal worth 45 million euro meanwhile Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez uh, laughed off the notion that playing at Bayern Munich is like visiting the House of Horrors. Well, uh, the feelings are totally different uh, from the last season. No, we are in a good moment. We arrive uh, uh, without uh, lose any game. It's totally different. But of course, we are playing in uh, in Bayern Munich Stadium. Uh, it's very difficult. Never in the history we we already win here. So uh, this is the moment. It's a challenge for us, and let's see what happens tomorrow. See. Uh, the voice there of uh, Barcelona coach uh, Xavi Hernandez, uh, not uh, fearful, as it were, Alois, uh, of the, quote, house of horrors at Bayern Munich. And uh, rightfully so, the ri- results in the Bundesliga for Bayern Munich have been a bit patchy, haven't they, at the start of the season? Yeah, while well, the results have been patchy in Bayern, and it's glorious in Barcelona. Yeah, They're doing well, honestly speaking. When you watch Barcelona play, they look like they're a mean machine. They look like Barcelona. Especially going forward. <laughs> yeah, so I don't see a reason why he should be afraid. And then the coach also like waiting for the last minute to sort out his defense to, you know, it shows that they are not, they're worried about, uh, about Lewandowski. Contrary to the, to the sentiments by other people that were saying that we don't miss Lewandowski, Anapasa, Njani Jani. They are scared. Now that guy, they are scared of their own former player. I'm telling you, they know what he can deliver. They know. And Chris, the talk in the Bayern Munich camp has been about Robert Lewandowski. I mean, there was yep. a joke uh, uh, last night, I think it was uh, Thomas Muller saying that Mane has reminded him over and over again not to pass the ball to Robert Lewandowski. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer with us. But, but that just shows the stature of the man and who mm-hmm. the danger man is. Sadly, Barcelona, this Barcelona, doesn't have one route to go. They have multiple, yeah. unfortunately, which, which is not a great thing for Bayern. And a Bayern who are still in in a a place of discovery almost they're not playing badly but i think um the job for me was a bit of a jump for nagelsman and i think he's still got a few key pieces missing and i think that's what barcelona's got now is that key player the gunman which unfortunately Bayern Munich at the moment the goals aren't what they used to be yeah and uh listen the the sadio money being played in the middle is 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 a nice idea uh it hasn't quite kicked off. Yeah, it hasn't quite kicked off. Uh, and uh, I think if you ask any defender, he's a, he's a great player, but I yeah. think he's he's more effective when he's coming in from that left from flank. Yeah, running at a defender. Or, or from the or right, right flank. Exactly. Uh, yeah. you know, because originally, we, everyone forgets that Sadio Mane was a right winger. Was a right winger, uh, exactly. Until uh, Jurgen Klopp converted him into a left-sided uh, attacker. Uh, and I think he's more effective in those areas where he has space uh, and he's able yeah. to run at the defenders, at the full-backs and the centre-backs as well. 
Uh, so it's going to be very interesting, this one. Uh, the, the selections at centre-back or in defence, I think for both teams are key. Yep. How does Barcelona as well line up? Uh, against um, against Bayern Munich. Previously, I think we've all sort of like feared uh, that Barcelona didn't have the athleticism or the strength in defence to deal with the more physical and athletic sides in world football. So whenever Bayern Munich like played at a very high tempo, uh, the likes of Gerard Pique just didn't have it in their game to actually live up with that style. But now they brought in your, your Jules Kunde, uh, who's a phenomenal athlete, yeah. strong boy, uh, can pass it, uh, is good in the air as well. Uh, and it comes down to now who is selected. Araujo. Uh, Araujo, I think, mm. who will play in defence. They need that yeah. athletic ability as well. So Barcelona, I think, better defensively than they have been in the last five or so years. So I think that sort of like evens up the match. But which way this game will go, uh, Bayern Munich is still a very good side and I yeah. think they go into this one as marginal favourites. But Barcelona, they've got the players in attack that if one chance comes their way, we all know what Lewandowski can do. He can stick it in the back of the yeah, net. Absolutely. So it's going to be very, very tight. Predictions it? are coming through, by the way. So go, I can go for it. Give, it, give, give uh, them to us. Yeah. And they hope Bayern will win, but I think there will be an upset by Barcelona. Uh, the Bayern versus Barca match is an epic one of course Barca will walk tall uh, hi guys Bayern Munich 3 Barcelona 1 that is a prediction that is uh, coming through more predictions here Avatar from probation stands uh, my goodness uh, right okay we won't ask where <laughs> what probation <laughs> came from yeah. he's going with Bayern Munich 2 uh, and Barcelona 1 yeah, so uh, not many tipping uh, Bayern Munich, but Bayern Munich are undefeated in 30 of their last 32 matches in the Champions League. Let's just remember uh, that. I'm a fan of both teams, so listen, I, it's a no-lose game for me uh, tonight, uh, but I will be back. But one year old all right, the other match, of course, is Liverpool taking on Ajax. Now, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp has said the Reds know they need to show a reaction when they take on Ajax after they produced what he labelled the worst game in his managerial tenure against Napoli last week. It was the worst game we played since I'm here and we had a few bad games. We all know that everybody remembers probably Aston Villa and, and, and some others where we um, were just not up to speed or stuff like this. But there were always glimpses of us even in these games. Um, in this particular game, nothing. Um, and so then obviously you have to um, understand why that happens and so how about in football it's like this you sort all individual problems as a team um, and that's the first thing we have to do um, and that's um, to to follow a, a common idea again and that means and everything what we did since I'm here and everything what um, what my teams do in football is based on a really solid if not nearly perfect defending and um, that's how where it all starts and that's where we had to um, had to work on that's what we did see the voice of Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp and uh, the one thing we won't have at the match uh, tonight that we can confirm Mike is the Champions League anthem no Champions League anthem tonight uh. yeah, yeah absolutely uh, and uh, that's because I think uh, there are elements in that Champions League anthem which were sort of like sampled off uh, one of the tracks uh, that was actually composed for the coronation of kings oh. Uh, oh. in England wow. uh, and so it's uh, been deemed quite inappropriate to play a celebratory tune of that nature yeah uh, 
when the, the nation is mourning. Uh, so yeah. I think uh, all the Champions League games in England uh, will not have the anthem. Yeah. So that we can confirm. What we can't confirm is how they will line up. Liverpool know what they need to do, Alois, and that is win. They need to win. You know, after coming uh, coming uh, out losers against cropper, Napoli, yeah. they need to win this one so that they can maintain, so that they can actually at least know that we finish uh, as one of the two teams from the group. Because if they lose today, it's going to be a mountain to climb because they are the teams who just be knowing how to do it, how to defend against them. You know, like they'll be playing for a draw. They know that they can sneak it. I, I, I'm one for omens. Sorry, just to mm. jump in. Yeah, sure. When Liverpool has won the Champions League, they've always struggled. In the group if, 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 if you're a Liverpool fan, they, yes, I'm, I'm just yes. hoping this is Wait, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because nah. if, if you notice, whenever Liverpool, speaking. whenever yeah. Liverpool does well in the cha- dominates the Champions League, 2007, yeah. when we got to the final versus mm, AC Milan, mm. we should have won. We lost yeah, in the yeah. final. We got the, uh, the same thing again. The game that we we, we played uh, and we went on to lose to Real Madrid. That both the times we've lost to Real Madrid, yeah. we've had really good tournaments. Yes. The 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 one tournament that we won in recent times. Mm. Remember, we had to sneak it when Alisson made that stupendous save yes. versus. Napoli, yes, uh, and we sort of like got it going. So I'm just hoping it's hot. Yes, but I, I'm just hoping. This time around, there are too many good sides in the Champions League. Uh, to and we are one of them. Nah, this time is ice tight. Okay, and, and you know what? The, 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 I think the gap has narrowed between teams, um, and so it makes for interesting viewing. But I she still ne, believe ne, that. Ne, that ne, I still she, believe that about Liverpool size. is there or thereabouts. Besides that, eventually get to the to the final eight. hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm just looking. Right. Liverpool is one of them. Liverpool is one of them. All right, we're back tomorrow. Uh, uh, what yeah. message? I thought this is a good it. message because Go I think this says that hi, ZFM Swans, great show. I have to say the cancellation of the EPL was a blessing in disguise watched many La Liga and Serie A matches and the quality is really good disappointed though that the big Chelsea versus Liverpool guys but that's the point yes. too yeah. many people yeah. just watch English football yes. Yes. they don't take time to watch Italian football Spanish yeah. football yeah. Opportunities. There's, there's a lot of quality out yeah, there for yeah. anyone who was watching Italian football the Napoli result that Liverpool was succumbed to wasn't really a surprise <laughs> I'm not making excuses I promise wacky Wednesdays tomorrow don't miss it may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Menande out. And it's Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis. Right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mundled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.